For the thousands in the comments and the millions listening on YouTube Premium. Folks, welcome to Canitro here on Canatfest. We are deep in the throngs of December World Championship Wrestling. It's Rob here with Jordan and Bo. Thank you for tuning in with us on the Nitro Pod. <laughs> uh, this week's episode, December 11th, right? Or December yeah. 11th. Never, never forget. Never yeah. forget. Never forget. 12, <laughs> 11, 95. Never forget. And let's dive right into it. Immediately, we get Leather Daddy Pepe. Dude. I'm loving Leather Daddy Pepe. I obsessed. So incredible. Versus who? I'll let you finish the the matchup before. Oh I... no, the dog, the dog. Oh, it's oh, the, oh dog. the Pepe. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. I'm, I was thinking about because this one started weird. They even make a comment on oh, it. Oh yeah, yes. They're like, oh, they don't that, even wait for true. us anymore. <laughs> funny. I don't. Even, I didn't understand this. The announcer spent like five minutes talking about what happened last week, what's happening this week, and then the bell rings, and they're like, oh, what? Oh, I guess we're going to a match. Yeah. Like, Eric <clears throat> Bischoff, you're the executive producer. You should know these things. I also straight up w went, um, oops, did I put on Halloween Havoc 1997? Yeah. Because I thought, like, I thought that was Rey Mysterio yeah. in the Phantom Gear. Yeah. When we first watched, when I first, I watched this last week because we did a little reschedule on when we're recording this. Something yep. caught my ear immediately and I forgot what the comment was. I just literally in the last five minutes while I was waiting for the Zoom link was playing it and like cleaning up, tidying a little bit. And I heard yeah. it. Somebody says, I think it's Mongo. <laughs> he says, if these ja these Japanese wrestlers think it's going to be a cakewalk, maybe a rice cakewalk, they got another thing coming or something. It was Eric Bischoff, actually, dude. <laughs> I heard it in the other room, literally when Jordan texted me with the link, and I was like, "Oh, there it is! I got it! I, I forgot what! Holy shit! I dude. can't believe it! Your whole business, Every this whole angle, is based on these things being these guys being a threat. the The term is jingoism." That's what's going on here. It's unbelievably racist. Like, I'm trying not to overthink it. It's also 95. But again, Eric Bischoff is the one that made that joke. Eric Bischoff is the president of the company. Yeah. And he's here making these racist he, remarks. He also, because uh, uh, a few episodes, for World War III, um, when Colin said that he listened to the 83 Weeks episode, about that i did too and eric bischoff just talks himself up about how good he is at creating a business relationship mm -hmm. with new japan based on respect and all this shit and then immediately <sighs> after add one like week two is like ah, i don't know about these rice cakes coming over here Dude. and trying to <laughs> fight our guys like even I, I understand that the scope of like, you know, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate has changed. Obviously, it's changed. It's ever changing. I, I yeah. can accept that and I can say like, oh, that wouldn't fly kind of a thing. That's fine. So that aside, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like yeah. you're just diminishing <laughs> this threat uh, that you're trying to sell people. on. Like there's no... In uh, it's so yeah. It, it only. It's a great point. Yeah, it defeats the whole novelty mm -hmm. of it. 
So it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna do this, then why even? Why I'm not do buying? This. Why even go to all? Yeah, absolutely not. Also, he can't bro, help himself be like, well, American wrestlers are clearly superior, so why even bother ordering the pay per view? Bo, did you get a Shawn Michaels heart that's painted like zebra? Shawn Michaels, yeah, pants, yeah, no, ah, oh, it's beautiful. This is Heather Bailey did this. She's a huge oh. wrestling fan as well. In Hollywood, and it's it's Sean's tattoo, just with a little, yeah. She loves his wrestling, print. and I was like, dude, let's do the the Heartbreak Kid tattoo. And it's not there's it's no white. That's just my pale skin, my pasty oh. white skin. It's just a negative. Oh, so it's not it's not the Shawn Michaels print. It is. It's just not. Oh, white. Okay, it's me. Right. I'm white. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I I fear that this episode was kind of similar to last week where I didn't have a whole lot of notes that la I mean, we'll get there. The last match is amazing. Yeah. No problem. The last there. match is what business picks up. Yeah. Uh, so all I could think, all I have to say about this Eddie Guerrero jail match, great match. They're totally ignoring it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than Bobby Heenan being like, what is, what is JL? Like every, every time JL is out there, he's like, what does JL stand for? Just looking <laughs> like, like, what is he? The Justice he League? What is He's this? just writing so down. Uh, <laughs> and Eddie Guerrero wins with a Jerry a, a Lewis. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie wins with a roll up, which I noticed these really good matches always end in a sudden, ah, I, I just happen to catch you off guard. It's like they oh, don't want to make each good. other look weak. You know, oh, we're both so good. I just got a, ah, I got one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got one. As Eddie Guerrero is like mugging for the camera, celebrating his win. All I can think about is the Simpsons quote, medically shave those sideburns. <laughs> Cause he, they're so they're gone. His sideburns are gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was yeah. my note. It was a good match. Eddie Guerrero good is match. fucking goat. You know, he's amazing. Then we when had, uh, Oh, go ahead. When, uh, like, is this his character like all throughout WCW? Or I, I feel like in the Halloween Havoc match, he's like kind of a yeah. Eventually, stinker. they he's... give him mic time and he turns heel, mm. and that's when he starts to learn to talk. Mm. Uh, and he yeah. yeah. So right now, his character is just scrappy up and comer, uh, and he doesn't really talk. Does JL go on to be anything else? Jerry Lewis. Yeah, Jerry... he's Jerry Lynn. Oh, it's Jerry Lynn. Oh shit. Why did I not? That's I what JL says. For I did not put that. <laughs> well, I think he's doing this so that he can like eat a bunch of losses without Jerry Lynn eating a bunch of losses, which smart. He well, isn't. Uh, what there a was match. an interview we looked up at the time. He was trying to be modern and like he wanted like a Power Rangers costume, and he was right. hoping to get like a cool name, uh, like <laughs> you know some superhero name. But being WCW, they did no prep. And uh, Kevin Sullivan, the booker at the time, didn't want to risk giving him a name that would lead to some sort of copyright lawsuit because they didn't have time to clear it. So they were like, eh, JL, <laughs> it'll be mysterious. Yeah. God. Oh, my God. Insane. Did you guys hey, watch hey. Uh, Lucha Underground at yes, all? Yes, of course. Of course. Only. Oh, my God. Only in after having gotten back into wrestling have I gone back and watched stuff. So that is. My like getting into wrestling, that's like really the show that I really that, like I got into. What, it's my favorite. Was it I on have such a support television? 
It was on Netflix for a long time, like all the seasons. It was on the El like, Rey Network oh, when that was a thing. Okay. Which it didn't get much distribution. So I mean, no it's it's a wrestling match that's going inside, going on inside of the foot like hideout from Ninja Turtles. It's essentially yeah, yeah. It's the but coolest. with like a route with like with like uh, from dusk till dawn yeah. plots. Yeah, like yeah. everything's filmed like a like a like a like a B movie. All the promo, which I think is such a fucking fun angle. It's very I love fun. that. I love I, that in a really unique way. Or, you know, digital film, but, like, the film style to do yeah. that. And it totally. separated, it created these almost two universes. Like, this is the outside world. Yeah. The film. And then this is the, the the you know, pr- this is what the announcers see. <laughs> you know, they don't I, see that backstage. Thing. I will say, they, they the one thing that they did, most, uh, they didn't often do it, but it also felt, because of the, the movie cinema aspect of it, cinematic aspect, it felt more like stunt show. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like when there's a crash pad or like stuff like that is like my immersion does kind of break a little bit. Not that I want anyone to actually fucking get hurt or anything, but you, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's like when you want them to hide it's it, the blood and guts bump off of the cage onto the crash pad. It's like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> like always, it's, you know? Uh, yeah. I only brought that up because there's literally like a guy who's, I think has the luchador gimmick that, that Jerry Lynn wanted from this. Uh, and he's like, they gave him pro like they shoot stuff where he like comes back from the future, and like his name is like like uh inter- interstellar like or whatever. It's like it rocks. It's so good. Um, and yeah, I can see if it's like yeah, you angled this like you know uh, a Power Ranger wrestler. Yeah, like kids, they probably would have been into it, but. With this, it's just like there's other luchadors on the show. Like we got Hooventude and we got right. uh like Rey Mysterio. Like we've seen Rey Mysterio at this point. So it just feels it's it, the disconnect is huge from that idea. He just <laughs> seems like another uh luchador. Anyway, I love Lucha Underground. Uh <laughs> this match was good. Um, so that, then we get something not good, which is an interview with Lex Luger. And for weeks, we've been asking ourselves, why is Jimmy Hart with Lex Luger? And this promo makes me realize why, because Lex Luger cannot talk. talk Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Oof. Like, he's still doing the, the fumbling over the lines that we've been, we were talking about in episode two. It's, it's it's brutal, and he's been in the in the in the wrestling business at this point for like 15, 20 years. Come on, bro. He can't, he just can't do it. He's like, listen, if you're going to come at me for a fight, I've, I've never walked away for, from a, uh, a fight. I've never, I won't, I've I never won't. done it. I won't do it. So, and, uh, it's, Sting, I, uh, you're my uh, uh, friend. So, you be, uh, you know, I know all about you. And, and, uh, Macho Man, you're not my friend. Dude. <laughs> That's right, baby. The whole, hard, just like the Sting plotline with them as friends is held together by dental floss. Yeah. With Sting doing so much heavy lifting to be like, this man <laughs> is the best friend I've ever had in the world. I can never turn my back <laughs> on him. And Lex is like, I just, he, and Lex does not remember that that's the storyline. No way. Yeah. yeah, no way. Absolutely. Is it, uh, oh, right. You're right. Uh, Sting is the only one carrying the story because I remember loving it and watching it back now. I'm just like, 
like you said, like this makes no sense. <laughs> this makes no sense. Why would Sting be friends with this? We'll we'll talk about it in the main event, but like he attacked his partner. He cost him <laughs> yeah. like a beatdown, essentially. Uh but okay, so then uh then we have Eric Bischoff as he's about to throw to the next match, lets us know the Macho Man will be here later tonight to comment on uh, the upcoming Starcade main event, which is a triangle match, yeah. which he calls a terrible menage a trois. Eric Bischoff, do you understand the meaning of a... You're, you're, you're advertising that Sting, Lex Luger, and Ric Flair are going to have sex at Starcade? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Here's the thing. A rest, I guess it, it will be terrible. If you showed up for a menage a trois and then... It's like, oh no, I gotta fight both these guys and then challenge for the title. Like that is a terrible menage a trois. He's not wrong. <laughs> That's fair. It is terrible. I got after this. This is the four horsemen promo. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, right before, right before the promo is a match: Disco Inferno versus right. Mr. Wonderful Porno Paul Orndorff. Not Porno Orndorff. <laughs> how? Uh, how could I forget? Oh yeah, that's how I can forget. Uh, it was <laughs> Disco I couldn't again. Believe, like, yeah, I couldn't believe they're giving Disco time. But I want to say, this Mister Wonderful theme is going to be stuck in my head all week because oh, it's dude, so yeah. good. <laughs> Wonderful, <laughs> they call me Mister One. Like, perfect. That, that is pro wrestling. Has that not always been his song? Was it new? I have no idea. I think he got it after he got this. Uh, Gary Spivey uh, glow up. <laughs> Dude, he, yeah, I was like, this should have been his song like through the 70s or whatever is going on with him. It literally sounds like a James Bond, like. Yeah. Yeah, you're the right. bad guy <laughs> is when Mr. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Mr. Wonderful was a legit tough guy. Before he got into wrestling, he made his money under highways in Florida doing bare knuckle fighting. So he is tough. <laughs> he once got I'd into I'd like a- to see you try to pick a bare knuckle fight with me, Mr. Wonderful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let the girl wants- go. You might recall Vader got fired from WCW. It's because he instigated a fight with Mr. Wonderful, who was just coming out of the shower and won with a towel and flip-flops on against right. Vader. Right. He's the most bad. Dude, he, that's so badass. What's his, his real name? Paul Bill? Orndorff. Paul Orndorff. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and so and he, he was... looks like the head of the Irish mafia, and it's fucking sick. And he's yeah. beaten Vader's ass. And he was a horseman. He wasn't a horseman, but he, wasn't. he okay. like him, him and Flair. I think have some history of of okay. teaming together, which right. is what they uh, yeah. acknowledge. And look, this match was terrible, but it did have a great line from Mongo. Uh, Heenan tried to put over Disco, saying that he could really dance. Mongo goes, "It must be jelly, because I never seen Jam shake like that." <laughs> I literally just watched a RuPaul's Drag Race episode where they said the exact same thing. No way. I'm not even fucking kidding. She has a song. Season 15. Jam don't shake. Yeah. <laughs> How can this be? <laughs> I need Mongo on RuPaul's Drag Race. I, I tell you what. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, baby. <laughs> He'd be so lost. <laughs> It'd be so good. Why that jacket so big? <laughs> I think it would be beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, this fucking four horseman shirt. 
that they're all wearing. Oh, mm, yeah. I need one. Mm. Iconic. I agree. I, I is that the four horsemen shirt or That's like shirt. is that their NWO shirt or is this was this yeah. just like a nineties version? This this was just their the go to shirt that they it's sadly not I mean you might find I mean I'm sure you could find a bootleg, but yeah. This was like the shirt that they would have, the late nineties design, I guess you could say. I'm gonna it's, find it's one because I fucking need it. It's sick. That and horse this promo was blowing so fire good. out of its it yeah. as a Coloradoan. Uh, I am. I love a satanic blue horse. It's our symbol. <laughs> yes, that's it's it. our gritty, and I feel like we should own it more. Like Philadelphia has embraced gritty, and they're like, "This is our weird guy, and we love him." Mm-hmm. We should do the same thing with this satanic horse and its angry dick. Yeah, I found one. Twenty five ninety nine. Get you one. Oh. Mm, well, get me Ooh. one. Oh, but it's it's WWE. Hmm. I don't want that an old one. Oh, I went to a um, Cubs Sox game yesterday with my dad, and oh, beautiful! Someone who threw out one of the first pitches is a current NWA Women's Tag Champ. Just, oh. a, just oh. a little tie-in. Forget her name already, but hey, elbow right arm. <laughs> hey, good for you. <laughs> they have a big there. pay-per-view coming up. I think it's uh, this go. weekend. She's from here, so it was cool. Do they do is like NWA is their like home location Chicago? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh I believe it's I say Georgia. Oh Billy. Yeah, it's Billy. because of Billy Corgan. Oh yeah. 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 That makes sense. Which is how I connect my dad was like, what's that? And I was like, uh Smashing Pumpkins guy owns it. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. Not that he owns wrestling and a crazy tea shop, Dad. <laughs> um, Have you been to the tea shop? Like tea tea? The Billy Corgan, he has like a doesn't he have a tea shop in Chicago? Isn't that a whole his whole thing? I had no idea. That's news to me, brother. Okay, well, here we go. I googled <laughs> well, stuff before I went there. It's true, Mom, Madam Zuzu's Emporium. Wow, that vampire is industrious. You know, yeah, he's just Good for him. he do be doing things all the time tonight. He's got money to invest in things. Yeah, I they to me. I'm going to tangent because not not much happened in this episode. Mm-mm. To me, Smashing Pumpkins are the Megadeth of grunge, where wow. it's like if you put it on paper, I feel like Kicks the songs, the songs like it rocks. Mm-hmm. They should be number one, mm-hmm. but they got a silly weird guy on vocals. Like it, <sighs> it, it's not. They just he's not a mainstream vocalist. Both of them have yeah, that problem, not, and the yeah, I agree. Nirvana, Nirvana, and uh, like Kurt Cobain and James Hetfield sound like what people want to hear. Mm-hmm. People do not like that Dave and Billy sound like Dr. Teeth from the Muppets, but guess what? I do, so they're my <laughs> favorites. <laughs> also, he was like kind of, he was kind of not pretty, not as pretty as all the other guys. I feel like you could, like, hair, long hair Billy Corgan. I feel like they could have marketed that. It's funny. You he's, know? he's two different. In Long hair Billy is Interview with a Vampire Billy. Yes. Bald Billy is Nosferatu Billy. He's just two oh, different kinds of vampire. Which is, I and I love both of them. Mm. Go off. Smashing Pumpkins are fucking sick. Um, so, yeah, we had this. You know what else promo. is sick? 
Macho Man. Well, wait, <laughs> hold wait, on, wait, hold wait. on. Let's talk about this yeah, horseman yeah, promo. Yeah, we get the horseman First thing of all, and then the, the uh, blow up. I, awesome. Yeah, I love Brian Pillman essentially trolling Mean Gene Okerlund with yeah. the longest promo. And you could even tell like Ric Flair was getting annoyed because he's ready to like, like Ric Flair is revving up the yeah. Ric Flair this you know and he's like all right brian come on i gotta go i gotta let this i gotta explode yeah. <laughs> and but it actually made sense because here he is talking shit on all the other guys including paul orndorff who yeah. hears him and before paul orndorff goes out rick flair does his nature boy stuff and just by the way we're in charlotte north carolina yeah, yeah, this is yeah. the heart yeah. of horseman country as we will clearly hear <laughs> Later on in the show, Paul Orndorff comes out. He's like, you know, I have respect for you, Brian, uh, uh, Ric Flair. I have respect for you, Arn. But who the hell are you to yeah. talk about me? Yeah. And I love. And he says, I, I could have been a horseman, too, which is like. Yes. He's like, I could have done it if I wanted to. And it's like believable from him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that Anderson and Flair like respect him. And they're like, hey, let's calm it down. But as soon as Brian Pillman and Orndorff start fighting, they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> they I, I, fuck him up. That's really so, cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's yeah, cool I that was. it's just like, look, if you're going to fuck with one of us, you have to deal with all of us. Who's the fourth at this time? Chris Benoit. And he's, oh, and he's, he was in it that early on. Yeah, this this was the reformation. And then he got added on Saturday night. We don't see it oh. on Nitro. They do a stretcher angle. Which I am not really that into. I don't like that. I guess Paul Orndorff had to have big surgery, so they did this as a way to write him off, even though we haven't seen him on Nitro more than once. Mm. Uh, I did really like kind of what you were talking about uh, last week, Bo, about how WCW acknowledges past timelines. Bobby Heenan left the announce booth and was checking yeah. in on Paul Orndorff because Bobby Heenan used to manage Paul Orndorff in WWF. I love that. And even Mo and yeah, and even Mongo acknowledged it, which I thought was really cool and added, even though I didn't like the angle, I yeah. thought that really added an element of realness to it yeah. that like made me kind of buy into it a little more. There's just something that's always intrinsically cool about like, oh, there's 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 deeper story here. Like yeah. this this is this like it's like the the respect of rivals, you know? And I just it's always cool, and it's always and, cool to acknowledge it. And I feel like this is what really set WCW apart from WWF at the time, is they would acknowledge the WWF history. WWF would never, yeah, excuse me, WWF would never acknowledge anything outside of their universe, quote unquote. Uh, if it didn't happen within WWF, it didn't really happen to this character. With, but with WCW, everything happened. Like, it's a sport. I do understand one or the other. You know, sure. like if you're going to do one, go all the way in that direction. Um, but I just think it's it's way more fun. Because like where, yeah. where the, the horsemen were NWA, right? Like that's that's like, yeah, that predates WCW by a long time. So it's cool that it's like, oh, yeah, we were kicking ass for decades. And now we're here. Yeah. And we're not going to pretend like we're not going to call it the four guys like we're not gonna change yeah. the name of this thing that everyone knows what's up we're the four bad guys ah. <laughs> uh they do a we are the apocalypse i love the, the pile driver four zebramen I, I love that orndorf orndorf paul orndorf yep orndorf that he messes with pillman and so then 
the enforcer's like, oh, well, I have to slam your head on the concrete now. I have to enforce. I have to do this. <laughs> and Flair's gonna gingerly grab your ankles and jump. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they love a fight. And also, the crowd is cheering them on. They're mm-hmm. cheering on the mafia. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. Um, coincidentally, I believe when I watched this was fuck, over the weekend or around then and on Collision... Um, the enforcer's back brings out his kid, oh, yeah. and they're in. They were in Charlotte, and he says, mm-hmm. "Well, they were in North Carolina. They're in Greensboro." Uh, sorry, you're absolutely right. They're in North Carolina, but he says, "He says like this is still Horseman Country," and like, yes, that's, and it everyone got me. The it got me so good, dude. That it just goes to show that like these like grand storylines that can kind of go through generations and promotions and whatever always yeah. pay off. Like it's always worth it. It totally, well, it's the magic of the medium because the only mm-hmm. other art form that tells stories that last this long is like comic books. Yeah, but those shit, swap yeah. writers and and artists. So it's it's always kind it's kind of like the if the wrestling gimmick was able to swap to like a whole other body. Right. There's nothing like wrestling where it's just. This is this story for this guy, which is his was just entire like, adult life. Proof of concept of that too is fake Diesel and fake Razor. You know, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work. Here. If it's doink, yeah. it kind of works, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, we get a, a promo for WCW Saturday Night where the main event is Sting versus Sergeant Craig Pittman. Oh my God! What are they doing to our boy Sting? Workhorse. <laughs> And then uh, the work, to follow the that one up, horseman. <laughs> follow it up. We get Lex Luger main eventer against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Jesus fucking Christ, dude! The face, the the fucking face, like the the like, huh? Face? Like I I don't get it. I just don't. That is the crowd loves him. It, it, well, I mean, I love him too. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be we love him. I'd be hoeing my fucking gills off, but like. <laughs> If I got into if when I if I became aware of wrestling during that era, during the era of just like blue trunks, black trunks, red trunks, that's it, and everyone's just kind of like a guy, I don't think I it would have worked for me. I don't think I would have mm-hmm. if ever because like that quick. that like eight eighties mm-hmm. you know late seventies eighties era where it's like with the exception of like Flair and you know Anderson and stuff like I don't know if if it would have gripped me. I need an undertaker. I need uh, even the, this dungeon of doom shit is like that. I like that stuff. I like the dark stuff, you know? Oh yeah. You well, need a spooky guy or I need somebody with some like Ricky, the dragon steamboat or whatever. Like I've watched some of those NWA matches. And I'm like, this guy fucking rocks. His yeah. name is the dragon. Yeah. He's got long white tights all the time. He's fucking jacked. He's doing, he makes like an arm drag look like the coolest thing you ever saw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a finishing move right there. <laughs> um, you should so see it's, his I WWF entrance. They gave him a, a whole dragon outfit and he came out breathing fire. Whoa. It was, it was sick. quite an upgrade. <laughs> I, that's sick. Here's the, I, I love pageantry. I love Again, I yeah, got into same. wrestling through drag. So if you're, if you're giving me a runway, before your sick match, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I understand. I, I, I just like, 
I don't know when I think about that time period or I'm like reminded of, of hacksaw and I'm reminded of who's the fucking, the chicken wing guy, uh, Bob Backlund, Bob Backlund, like all that stuff. Like I just like, <laughs> wait, what? His, his finisher was the chicken wing. <laughs> It's a it's a submission. It's a submission. It's actually yeah. Like, yeah it's like probably a, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's you, it's like one arm is choking you and the other one hooks your your arm from behind. You know, but it's still, I love it's, it. It's more of just like I'm an American and I'm gonna fight. Oh no, he's got he's, he's got him in the potato skin. Yeah. Look out! <laughs> the old I want all dip. apps finishers. Yeah. Will he tap out to the mozzarella stick? Never. I would never tap out to him. I'm gonna hit you with the Southwest egg roll, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I um so my my point is is like I'm I'm just glad that there's a little more of that. And especially, you know, in Mm -hmm. in this era that we're in right now, is like when they do a good job. And then granted, the MWO makes it like all fucking super normal guy. Like there is it's like, yeah, yeah, we're just like, well, they're still, they, they still do surreal stuff. Yeah. Uh, even with the NWO, because there's Glacier. I don't know if you remember Sting. Glacier. Sting doing Sting. the whole yeah, crow, the crow shit. Yeah. So like, and like, that was the best. <laughs> like, Agreed. Yeah. That was no, the coolest uh, wrestling fucking needs thing. That stuff. So. Wrestling needs a little bit of like Halloween horror stuff year round. And even just, because, uh, what is it? It's like a little bit of just like fantasy. Pageant. Yeah, it's pageantry. Yeah. You're absolutely Because right. otherwise, yeah. What's the real... The real benefit of of wrestling, there's, there's, is it's what if a sports competition was exciting the entire time? Like that's the template, right? For what what wrestling can be is like we can plan it, and thus there's no low. Like you'll never go to a like you'll never watch something for three hours, and it's like it ends in a draw or whatever, and, and with nothing really happening. Yeah. And that's, and that goes for like the personas of the competitors themselves as well. Like, what if this was the most exciting sports, uh, like participant you ever saw? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that guy's like, that guy's like Batman. That's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Batman winning, winning the World Series. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's a really good way to put it. Is like, why is wrestling cool? It's like, imagine the Super Bowl, but if everyone was like various comic book and like Marvel characters just beating each other's asses. Yeah, yeah. It rocks the whole time. It's so good. Yeah. It's it's what it's. I'm here for silliness, and then also that, like, I want to see what you can do with in the format of like improv and storytelling and also athleticism like that shit's yeah. crazy yeah i love the nexus of what you're discussing comes out in the next promo we're talking about macho man randy savage oh my god the greatest he's unbelievable what a look like this is your champion yeah. this is the champion right here so good I, I think this is the best like wrestler and belt combo. He looks real good. He looks great with the big gold. But I'm like, nobody I'm looks better to... than Goldberg. Nobody looks better than Goldberg. Goldberg looks fucking good. He, he looks, yeah. literally, it looks like that True. belt was made for his body. And it wasn't, yep. which we know factually. But he looks yeah. that good with it. The Rock looked really good with it. Rick Hunter, Flair. Hunter, Flair looks Flair. great in it, but it's, it's almost like, yeah, of course he does. Yeah. And Hunter had it for a minute, and he looked pretty good in it. Too. Yeah, yeah. It takes a certain body type. 
takes like a wide. You need like to be gold flat shoulders, slim waist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stitch that waist with the title. Batista, oh, yeah, I don't know if he ever had this belt, but it probably Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. he did. That he was did. the main cool. title. I think that was the only he only won the world title. He didn't win the WWF title, I don't believe. That belt's so uh so Macho looks great. Yes. He hypes up his match with the Giant next week, which again, I feel so bad for Macho Man. He has this fucking torn bicep. He has to be in a long 20-minute match last week with Luger. Next week he has to carry the Giant to a match. Maybe it's a squash. Uh, ho- uh, hopefully. Well, who knows? Uh <laughs> Macho so Man then, watches the giant. That would fucking rule. <laughs> then we have uh, then we have the main event, which again, this is a pay per view main event. I feel yeah, it's Ric Flair and Arn Anderson versus Hulk Hogan and Sting in Charlotte. In in Charlotte in Horse Country. So they, I read in the Observer, the reason they did that beatdown was they were hoping that the beatdown would turn the crowd against <laughs> Ric Flair, which mm-hmm. it's just like whoever thought that should be fired because they don't understand wrestling crowds, especially in horseman country. Dude, it's, literally, it's literally like, like punk trying to go full heel in Chicago. Yeah, it's not happening. It, it, just don't, it doesn't matter. It'll never happen. They the boo mo- Hulk Hogan the moment down to out. heck. He, they can't stop booing. Bischoff tries to play it off as people booing Arn calling for a timeout. And it's like, Eric, Eric, that's not that's not why they're booing. <laughs> and you know that. I will say they can't even drown it out. Yeah, I, I think as far as like classic, like I hate that. I know obviously the term makes sense and I get it, but I hate when people like me who have no business talking about stuff like this use the term ring psychology, but this, in my opinion, is like a textbook perfect example of like how a match should go, how a tag match should go. It's like perfect. It's so Dude. fucking cool. There's constant like, oh, 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 oh like, and it, it ramps up slow and steady and it's so good. It's so good. Arn is unbelievable. That he like, he like does a, a, a really simple move on Hogan and immediately is like, I almost got you. I almost GDT, got you. GDT and it was, I was oh, like, yeah. Arn is the best. Dude, I, yeah, Arn is the crisp. fucking dopest. Oh, one thing he says during the promo though, is he says, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. He said it, it. This is again, I'm going back to collision, but I'm conflating the two because it was like the same day for me. <laughs> it's but been an says, Arn bonanza. It, he says, if, if I was younger, I'd get in there and I'd spine buster you. <laughs> and it's like, your ass to heck. But it's just funny to, to say spine buster you and not spine but I don't know. It yeah. just sticks out. Spine, spine buster you. as a verb. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. just like arm. Like like spine that. bust uh, does not exist. It's only. <laughs> yeah. So I love that they kept doing spots where like Ric Flair would distract the ref and arm yeah. would do a low blow or something like that. And the crowd would go nuts. They it's would so cool. love it. Did I love, love hometown it. shit so much? That's so that's part so of the crazy. fun, you know. And yeah. the crowd was yeah. really hot. The crowd was the like, crowd woke up. They were yeah. dead the whole show yeah. until this. And uh, Lex Luger runs out. Crowd's going nuts. Lex Luger attacks Hulk Hogan, which I understand him and Hulk Hogan don't like each other. But Hulk Hogan is Sting's partner. This prevents Sting from getting out of the ring. You are literally harming your your best friend. Yeah, your friend. <sighs> I'm so this- confused. Still. Yeah, uh, uh, but I have has- to say I could not believe how quickly Lex Luger picked up Hulk Hogan into that torture rack. Oh, Hulk dude. Hogan is like a three hundred pounds. 
You know what's funny? I think I mentioned this on like one of the first episodes I did with you guys, but like Sting's a big guy. Flair, mm-hmm. Flair's not so big, but Flair, he's no. bigger than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they're next, and in my brain, Hogan's just kind of like standard. Hogan is huge. He's huge. And and he's I huge. know, dude, he's big when, boy. when he's Thunderlips in Rocky Three, and like, I don't think St- Stallone's like big, but I don't think he's very tall. I don't, I don't know how tall he is. No, he's, he's short. Dude, yeah, he's like five four. He is he really? So, yeah, he's like he's painfully short. <laughs> well, when he's he next to so Stallone, short. it's like holy shit, Hulk Hogan is fucking <laughs> massive. And when he's in the ring against these other big guys, it's like, oh yeah, he's a big boy. He's not like for some reason in my brain, he was always just kind of like average sized. Also, at this point, he's, like, not on steroids, so he's the leanest he's been. So he mm. looks even smaller. But he's still 6'6", like, legit 6'6". Has to be, like, 280 pounds. You know? Yeah. Just, How tall is Sting he? also slims down once he's in, like, the Crow gimmick. And every mm-hmm. time we see him in this era, I'm like, my God, yeah. he's fucking jacked. He's a beefcake. Macho Man's 6'1". Which... Like th- that's and it says that Hulk Hulk is six seven. So even if that's a lie, it's still like a six inch difference. And like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Six that's inches, so yeah, crazy. huge. It's not that big. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, I was waiting for it. I, uh, <laughs> as soon as I said. So they the, they win the match, and then it's like it's so weird how the the horsemen just disappear. After the match. And then I want to point out, as soon as Gene comes in the ring, please show the full video of this. Gene comes in the ring. In the lower right corner of the screen, you see a horseman fan that stands on his on his chair. Mm. He has a Hogan bandana. These are planted merchandise that has been given out to the whole crowd. He has the Hogan bandana. He rips it in half and oh. he does a four horseman side with like all the like power in his body. And he just like this, oh. it was, I died. I, this is the, one of the most iconic scenes in early Nitro history. The second we are done, I'm watching that. I did not catch that. <laughs> you have to, this is as soon as Gene comes into okay. the ring. Noted. For the oh, segment. I did you have not to look. catch that either. But this guy, this guy is awesome. This guy is like six beers in. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's 44 beers in. Really. <laughs> oh, that, that 44 beers in guy is my best friend now. I that love is him. incredible. Free swag that, that like you, you know people are keeping. Right. And he's like, fuck that. Fuck oh Hogan. Oh my God. That is so cool. I love him. <laughs> so then it's the same promo we've been hearing every yeah. week about who could trust who, blah, blah, blah. Finally, it seems, though, that they're like, like Macho. Oh, so when Macho runs in to save them, Sting does a delay and then punches Macho Man, which I mm. think they kind of messed it up. I think it was supposed to be like Macho was supposed to turn him around and he's not supposed to see who he's punching. Right. But he apologizes and Macho Man Set Hogan's like, it's okay, brother. We should trust him. I saw it in his eyes. And Macho Man goes, I'm the master of disaster, of overreacting, and I know that. It's <laughs> it's a fault. I, I love... say we all take a chill pill. Yeah. I dude, think I'm... subliminally, I have all the respect for you. Me and Hogan talk about it all the time. 
Dude, I love therapy macho man. Dude. <laughs> hey, Randy, what are you doing? Not much. Think about Sting. I'm <laughs> <Just like laughs> late talking about Sting. Thinking about how cool Sting is. You know what He's I'm saying, brother? Pretty cool. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, I, I just, I, it's frustrating to have, I'm a full on adult with a full on adult brain, and I still cannot make sense of the mess that is the storyline. And it's like, but it's because of your adult brain that you weren't able to do it because <laughs> this was written by uh, drugged out adults with children brains. Yeah, true. I need <laughs> a graphic. We need to make a graphic of a chart, a chart <laughs> with lines of who backs who and who doesn't and why. Because there's six moving parts. It's insane. I agree. <laughs> it's too much to fucking follow. ridiculous. The other thing that I that really bothers me with the storyline continuity, and again, I'm not trying to overthink this, but you have this big USA versus Japan tournament or whatever you're calling it. And then uh, why is your biggest American hero not in the tournament? Hulk Hogan. Like oh. they they in no way explain why Hogan isn't wrestling at Starcade. Like he I'm says, sure sort of- he says, I've I've been suspended. But it's like, why? But you're wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> you're when wrestling did you get, today. Did you? Yeah. When, you got suspended in between the the Shema's ending of this match and this promo. I have yeah, been. How did you learn that? I've been suspended starting at the end of this sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he's. It just. It's. It's so weird. They have so many tools to like kick fucking ass, and they keep fumbling. And really, it's a lot of it is hooked. Now is the a tournament his- at Starcade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not a is- tournament. It's like a, 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 a who like it's seven matches, and then like you know whoever whichever side wins the most matches is the winner. Okay. And then is um, and then the triangle match is also at Starcade. Yes. And the triangle exactly. match <laughs> is Hogan. The triangle match is is not <laughs> no Hogan is not on the Hogan's show at all. Just not on it. Okay. Yeah. That's the crazy. triangle match is Flair. Uh, Sting and Luger. Right. Sting and Luger are also in the, uh, the tra- Japan tournament. Flair is not, uh, which kind of telegraphs who's going to win. <laughs> and then and then the winner faces Macho Man later in the night. Macho Man also in the tournament. This is going to be the greatest Starcade ever. I'm very because excited. there's no Hogan and it it's is versus New Japan. <laughs> work rate wise, it's really really cool. Uh, it's a really cool event. Uh, but it it's like a it's a total like self-contained. It's a bottle episode. Oh, <laughs> you know, I got like, you. Yeah, nothing yeah. really plays out. I guess the the storyline for the world title is the only thing that's outside of the bottle. Uh, gotcha. But other than that, uh, so yeah, that's this week's Nitro. <laughs> Not so much, but things really heat up next week right away. Yeah, it's a dude. big iconic moment. I said, we'll talk I, about it then. yeah, I said, I said before we started that the autoplay started playing the next episode, and there's like an iconic. Within the first thirty seconds, and I can't, we can't wait talk to talk about, about it. Right? Yeah, we can't talk about it. I'm just saying. Next week's going to be good. You got to tune in next week. <laughs> it's going to be real good. It's going to be so good, <laughs> folks. Thank you so much for joining us here on Canitro. Take us home, Rob. 
We love you. Follow us, Pod. Also, big thanks to our editor, Rob Menzer. And hey, if you want more wrestling in your life, I do a weekly wrestling interview podcast, Squared Circle Pit, also Woo. here on NotFest. Oh, you're here on NotFest and you want even more podcasts? How about Hard Lore? How about it? Stories from tour. That's what we got. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, so we got you covered. And until then, <laughs> folks, stay crispy. Huh? <laughs> stay crispy. Very fine.